Right on radio. Right on radio. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Right on Radio. This is the new show that we've just launched called The Next Page. And it is with myself, Jeff, and Tom. Tom, top of the day to you, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. It's actually nice to get right on here without making you uh, delayed and, and just sitting there by yourself. So it's good to join you right on time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, there's always going to be some technical difficulties. And speaking of which, if you can let me know in chat, uh, last time there were some comments that my mic was quite hot, very loud, compared to Tom's. If you can just let us know, I can adjust my mic. I'm in the studio. Uh, let us know how the uh, mic sounds. So, Tom, give them a sound bite to compare. All right. This is a test coming to you from people who love the Lord and are excited to share with you. Amen. Let us know in the chat. Hey, uh, yes, I do have a very busy day, and I've been pumping out shows like crazy this week. Listen, there's not many people who work as hard as I do for you guys. I'm just saying. Uh, I really do work hard for you because we are in a fight, and uh, and there's so much misconceptions out there. There's so much fake intel. Uh, there's really way more stuff going on at a very sinister level in the spiritual world but the good news is God will win. And speaking of which, uh, one thing that I want to let people know, because I don't normally put out shows on uh, on Sunday. Oh, it says, Tom is still lower than Jeff. Uh, okay, very good. Uh, but I don't normally put out shows on Friday. But it was really put on my heart this week. I had some revelation, and maybe I don't have everything right. That's possible. That's probably true. Uh, however, on YouTube, it'll also be on Podbean. But at 8 p.m. tonight, that's Friday, October 14th, uh, I have a very special show that is going up on YouTube and Podbean. And I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, it's very detailed. And it's uh, the Antichrist and the Plan Revelation is the name of the show. And uh, just before we get to some breaking news and, and, and kind of a news recap of some of the hottest stories that are going on with our opinions on them, uh, I did mention the date of October 14th, which is today. And, uh, and this is a very special day in remembrance. So I'm going to ask you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you would send uh, prayers for Tom, his family, uh, his son, um, this is a day that uh, Tom's son was tragically taken away from us, uh, from the cabal, and they put their signature on it, folks, and I'm just going to ask Tom to, I know it's painful, but I, listen, we have to get these truths out, and Tom has been really brave about this stuff, so Tom, tell us about uh, tell us some, uh, just for a minute about your son, and then tell tell us about the signature that they put on this, just to uh, to prove that we're not full of it. Right. Uh, Sean was very much like myself. Um, I basically was the one that raised him from like one to five. Then he was taken away from me. Robertson's organization, just right, actually ripped him away, had him reprogrammed, and uh, but he was an incredible, loving kid, uh, very mild mannered, um, very talented. And um, uh, one of the hardest things for me was having him ripped away by a cabal that 
um, had the wife in the pocket and just reprogrammed him. That he's supposed to hate his hate his uh, dad, hate his dad, hate his dad. And in the end, he connected with me and uh, Aiden and uh, was saying that he was going to be there. He wanted to run our story. He wanted to be with Aiden to make the story. And the next day he was murdered. And then they actually printed the dates. Tell us about that, Tom. Yeah, the date that he died, uh, was killed on the highways um, by a snowplow was the eyes of March uh, when Caesar was killed. So they pick holidays and things like that. And uh, so it's just like when the honeypot wife that I had uh, from Mike Lang and Harvey Weinstein from Disney was taken on my birthday, July 2nd. They pick these things holidays to make a greater effect. 302's attempt on Christmas. So they'll use holidays for a greater effect or even birthdays. Yeah, and, and so but they, but they put it in the movie and right the good place the good place was universal studios which were the work was sent to along with disney universal studios warner brothers they were sent the work by robertson's group uh who had connections with disney and uh, got top positions in the story departments in universal studios then pops up uh the good place which is about evil running pretend heaven basically and the only way in is out of a train station well what happens is in it the main character's birthday is october 14 1982 Sean's exact birthday. The main characters discussing that are Sean Michael. And uh, Sean's name was Sean Michael. And so they made this before uh, he was taken away from us tragically. And then the movie was released after the fact. That's right. And that's only basically a year to two year span. So it's made before he's murdered a year later. And then it's released after he's murdered within that year, basically, or just after that. Man, oh man, you can't make this stuff up when how they used your dad's name and every, everything that they've been doing is, and they just completely, uh, they're, they're telling you, they're putting their signature on it because they're always very proud of what they do. And by the way, just as, as before we get into the, to the uh, things, I want to thank you for sending the gifts, these pod points, uh, we're really, really trying to get back into the uh, the top 10 and what it takes right now. Uh, the way Podbean works is we have to do a minimum of eight live shows, which I do, uh, but we also have to have 220,000 pod points. And that equates to, you know, donations from the audience of $220 in a calendar month. And currently we're sitting at about 2,000 uh, pod points, which is about $20. So, uh, listen, it might not be important to you to uh, to get us into the top 20, but, you know, I do a lot of ministry shows, and we use the Intel shows to uh, get people in, and then uh, hopefully they hear us sharing the gospel as well. So uh, if that is any encouragement to you, it is certainly always appreciated. And uh, thank you so much, God's Rainbow, once again for putting these things in. So, Tom... Uh, let's get to the very first news item that you have. Right. I did want to tag something. Someone made a message about it being a series. It is a series. The series was released right after his death. And uh, also in that, before we get to that story, um, right when they're showing the birthday and Sean Michael saying it, uh, October 14, 1982, they go immediately right at that point to the assistant doing the game Sean played which was, what's that, what's that, what's that, which was a favorite game I talked about 
in interviews and such about the game we played where he would say, what's that? What's that? What's that? And they did that. The character goes, what's that? What's that? What's that? Right after the birthday is announced, October 14, 1982, right when they have the main character, Sean and Michael, doing it. So yes, it is a series. It was released right after his death. Um, one of the top stories I think of is very interesting is um, uh, the Hunter Biden thing where they're postponing his uh, charges until after the trial. I, th- I think that's an interesting topic. Yeah, so they're they're postponing it till after the after. Did you say the trial, or did you mean the midterms? Leveling the charges, from what I understand. Yeah, right. So what what is really interesting about that is some of the timing of uh, of the other news stories I'm going to bring in. So listen, uh, you know they're 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 picking off the low hanging fruit here because uh, if you knew, uh, and I think most people listening to this know the content on the laptop not only is it you know all the provable stuff with Bobolinsky and things like that that have come out uh, about the corruption Biden family enterprise you know um, but the the other stuff and it's only it has been mentioned on mainstream media a couple times Laura Logan who is a, a credible journalist uh, has actually gone out and said listen there's, there's a, and I'm just going to use, you know, paraphrase here, uh, but she's basically saying, and and I can vouch for it because the Chinese released the contents of it. Uh, let's just say Hunter being very friendly with children, uh, actually not so friendly, uh, actually breaking their bones and doing bad stuff. Uh, so, um, and and by the way, uh, that uh, the big guy is also implicated in that stuff as well. It's, it goes way beyond sniffing hair, folks. So uh, with it, with the indictments that they're talking about bringing, it was because he uh, falsified information on a gun registry and then he dumped his gun in a trash can, like just completely irresponsible. Anyone else would be going to jail for years for something like that, but uh, apparently a free pass on him, plus the uh, the tax evasion stuff, that, that those are the low-hanging fruits, but man, it gets much, much worse, and they just keep punting it and punting it, and they're only, uh, the, you know, they're only putting that out because of the pressure that was caused about the laptop and stuff like that, so they're saying, see, we're doing something about it, but it's a farce uh, as far as that goes, and what, and, and what, sorry, Tom, I'm rambling on here, but I have to let the audience know the purpose of this. The purpose is to get you guys so mad about the unfair uh, justice, injustice system that is out there. So we are going to completely, and listen, I'll I'll celebrate with you uh, when this whole system falls. But I want you to be very aware that when the system falls, it's not God's system that's coming in, folks. There's a fake patriotic Christianity uh, that is rising up, and, uh, you know, it's the Jesus strand and stuff like that. It's the light side of the system, the light side of the Luciferian cabal, the beast system, uh, you know, take, take it down. Listen, that's the only way, uh, man, you know, if we're not in end times, I'm going to be shocked. All right. Sorry about that, Tom. No, oh, I agree with you. I think it was wonderful, very eloquent the way you said it. And that's exactly what's going on. They, what the plan is actually to have, and it sounds far-fetched right now, but it's actually in the pages, is a um, theocratic or theocracy where it is just what you described. So we would not – it would look to us like we should celebrate. 
but actually it's going to be a pre-fabricated system where they use um, religion to subjugate actual true believers. It's going to be amazing. And like you said, the injustice system is just off the charts. What they do is they run these kangaroo trials and they run it out, run the clock out on these issues too to exhaust people on them. So they start, start to lose interest like Harvey Weinstein and Biden here. And then in the end, you really don't get a sense justice was served at all. And a lot of times it's done as a circus or a show, pony, dog and pony show, that you go, they're supposed to go, oh, well, everything's been done, nothing to see here, there wasn't anything really there, and they're let off in the end often, like you said, where if they were somebody else, they'd be put away. So, and then everything else is covered over that they actually did wrong, and that's not addressed. It's only, you know, minor issues, like you said, the low-hanging fruit. Well, Yeah, well, they have, to, they have to give something because of peer pressure, and plus... Uh, even the Democrats want Biden out because he's such a liability. They, at the end of the day, they don't care about him. They want to cling on to power. So, you know, that there's that as well. But uh, I'm just reading through the chat. And thank you, everyone, for being here live. And, and I know many of you, will, most of you will hear this on replay. But when you join live, you can go into a live chat and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's really, really fantastic. Oh, great to see you here, Natasha. Uh, and, and big... Chief Thunderlung and uh, Native Mom, uh, God's Rainbow is here, a whole bunch. But uh, listen, I just want to say, so there's a couple interesting things happening in the chat. And one of them, and I wasn't going to do this story, but it's worthwhile doing. Uh, Biden is pushing a bill for mandatory vaccination. Now, you have to remember that this is at a time when just in the UK earlier this week, it went public that that the uh, the the makers of the magic potion uh, had absolutely zero testing that it would prevent the spread, but yet they pushed the the massive uh, doses going out and and put in the you know you can't work without it and everything else. So he's pushing for this again. It's to it's to show you the ridiculousness of it. Like they're doing the exact opposite of what any sane, even corrupt person. Uh, would do. And it's so people will wake up to it. And by the way, uh, this week as well, uh, it was discovered that in the UK, uh, that the parliamentarians also were informed before pushing the magic potion onto kids, that it could lead up to 70% of them not being able to reproduce. This is so awful. It really is. I mean, then you got these people dropping on the sports fields and things like this, usually young men, and they don't want to attach it to anything considered, you know, with that particular uh, manufactured product. And so it's, it's really, it's very, a big concern for me that people are being pressured into that you're not patriotic, that you're not caring, that you don't care about fellow citizens if you aren't um, infected with, uh, you know, mandatory. Yeah, and that's how they created mass formation. And if, if for those of you who don't know what mass formation is, it's the exact tactic that they use to get all of society to conform to these things. So, you know, if you don't take it, you're going to kill your grandmother. You're not a good neighbor. And so every, I want to be a good neighbor, Tom. Tom, would you be my neighbor? I took the magic potion. That's right, Bert. <laughs> it did sound like Bert, didn't it? 
All right. Yeah, it, it's just really sad. I'm, I'm glad we could laugh some, but it's, it, I mean, it, it's so obvious what's going on. It's on the pages and it's time. I, I applaud the people that are brave enough. Yeah, there you go. Hey, man. All right. So uh, the first news story that I had was, uh, you know, it's worth talking about. And I know this is a, <laughs> a subject that's near and dear to Tom's heart. It's about the FBI. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, the uh, the Igor Donchenko trial is going on, uh, part of the Durham prosecution. And, man, there were some bombshells that came out this week. In case you didn't know, uh, I'm just going to do a quick recap. So uh, we knew a couple of years ago that Hillary Clinton had hired uh, the former uh, MI6 agent, uh, Trump-hating agent, uh, Christopher Steele to create this dossier. So, you know, Hillary Clinton pays Christopher Steele like millions of dollars to do this. Christopher Steele, in turn, uh, hires this guy called Igor Danchenko, uh, a Russian agent living in Florida. <laughs> and Donchenko pays... Uh, or is paid by Christopher Steele to produce this, and then Christopher Steele turns in his work. Then uh, the FBI offers Steele another $1 million to prove the dossier was real, but he could not prove it was real because it was complete fabrication. So the FBI offers to pay someone who is already paid by the Hillary Clinton thing, by the way, a British agent, foreign interference, anyone? Russia, Russia, Russia. So think about this. So then uh, he couldn't prove it because it was complete flawless. So he doesn't get the million dollars from the FBI. So what does the FBI do? The FBI then goes to Igor Donchenko and pays him to be an informant so they can use this stuff to get the fake FISAs to spy on Carter Page and the Trump campaign. Folks, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, and a related story, Tom, uh, uh, actually, I'll let you comment, and then I'll go to the related well, story. Well, I mean, you look at this, what's going on, even with the intellectual property we've discussed about, and you have a copy of, uh, employing the sister this way too, giving rewards, trips, everything else, right on my own home front. The FBI uses family members and rewards them. You're seeing a system of rewards and great rewards and honors given to them and positions given to them right from the FBI. And the FBI, from what I understand, is not really a federal agency. It's simply a, it's almost like a private firm. And what's going on is they are able to, uh, they're, they're really just trying now to protect themselves, they claim, uh, and say that anything they do is really just protecting themselves from those that go after them. Well, if you're trying to reveal them for doing wrong, that falls under their uh, category of you're attacking them. And really what we're doing is we have the rights of citizens to bring forward the truth about an organization that has done more harm than most bodies in the world. Yeah, well, apparently they're supposed to work for us, you know. Uh, but what we've realized over time now is that the FBI is nothing but a cleanup operation for the CIA, which is the enforcement arm of the deletes, as I call them. Uh, but so what's happening now is, is the FBI going down is eventually going to lead to the destruction of the CIA. That is my prediction 
by the way. Uh, but one of the things that uh, that I don't think I've ever talked about on the show, Tom, uh, and I think it would be uh, prudent to mention it now, but if you look into J. Edgar Hoover, who was the first uh, director of the FBI, the founding guy uh, put in there, uh, they actually work out of the Hoover building, he was a long-term Mason. And so this organization is very Masonic. Whether you think that's good or bad uh, is up to you. Uh, but when you look at the ties with the Masons, uh, I would say uh, kind of in service to the deletes. That's right. And the Bushes too, also the Bushes. It's like they've, they've been able to use this organization, think of it, that specializes in espionage, uh, spying, everything else. And they can take care of their home front and make sure there's nobody that's going to rise up and face them and right in our own country, right here in the U.S., they're able to take uh, anyone down. And even Martin Luther King was faced with um, FBI tactics and Ernest Hemingway was faced with FBI tactics. I mean, they're afraid of the artists. So they actually try to control the film industry. It's like unbelievable. And if you look at the first pages of the screenplay you have, uh, the main character is working in a lower echelon department for the CIA. And they didn't want that. So they cleansed that out of exposing corruption in the very bodies we're talking about. And so they, they had to commandeer the screenplay itself and give it to the other members of Hollywood. And they've never stopped. They've never allowed uh, the truth to be revealed on what's really going on. But use, they use the courts as their weapon. It's weaponized um, uh, agencies uh, against their own people, against their own citizenry, for their own self-interest and their own purposes, protecting the elite that they... Um, uh, house and Garner. Well, part of this great awakening is the realization that not just our government, but governments around the world are actually enemies of the people. They have actually proclaimed war. We are in World War Three, uh, and not to minimize the nuke scare that's happening right now, because you know certainly Biden's trying to get into war with Russia. He's trying to get into war with Saudi Arabia. He's trying to get into war with everyone, uh, because well, war is good for business uh, for the elites. Uh, but w the World War Three has already started, folks, and. You know, this is part of it. And what we have to realize is it's the war against the people. If they launch nukes, they're fine in their bunkers, folks. But uh, where are you? Right. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, this is uh, this is so sinister what's happening. But the good news is uh, we're going to see some justice coming up. It's painful waiting for it, but we will see some justice happen. Oh, we absolutely will. And I'm so glad that people are waking up and being, uh, getting involved. Like there's a wonderful comment here about in certain ways we have been kept controlled more than other countries, um, Native Mum trial. And it's like, that's exactly right. We are in a situation where the FBI and these agencies are doing harm abroad when they're not supposed to be on foreign soil. And why is this country, the USA, uh, have these agencies that are saying that they're going to assassinate other sovereign nations' leaders. It's like, if you're saying that, then what would other countries feel about us? Wouldn't they have the right to say the same thing about our country? And it's like, everybody else is the terrorists, but actually in our country, we're the ones that are going on foreign soil committing acts of terror. And on our own citizen, it's time to call the FBI on the carpet, and we actually need some Nuremberg trials right in this own home ground. Yep, some good old-fashioned hangings. So uh, Silent One posted something, and it, it's a in very interesting comment because I saw the video early this morning. Uh, there was someone walking down the street, and they took video 
Uh, it was of the FBI building, and there were explosions about, uh, you know, 15 to 20 seconds apart uh, coming from that building. It sounded like controlled type of explosions. Uh, I'm waiting for a verification of that video because, you know, someone can walk down the street and they could add sound effects and have a, a viral video and people actually do that for money these days. Uh, so I'm waiting on confirmation, but it would be very interesting if that's what it has. And, you know, perhaps they're destroying some evidence. That's what I think, Jeff. I've seen this done over and over by the cabal. They have the same old tired playbook. At Pat Robertson's organization when I was there, they actually said and had yellow do not cross tape over the president's office inside the building. Nothing else in the building was damaged, but they claimed there was a fire in the president's office and the records were destroyed. How did a fire start in the president's office and yellow do not cross tape just on the president's office when I was there? So what they do is like Building 7, they're going to destroy records. That's a big thing right now, like getting out of Berlin. They're going to destroy records right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if explosions did go off in a controlled way and they could say records have been lost. In my trials, they say records no longer exist. They're gone. How is that possible? So this is one of the biggest tactics. So I'm very interested in that. That's... Well, and, and, you know, I guess if there's any precedent, explosions would be perfectly acceptable for evidence disappearing out of theirs because uh, apparently the FBI even accepts just uh, smashing blackberries with hammers and acid washing your emails, but an explosion, you know, that's significant. So uh, that's a good that's excuse. Intended for the public. Absolutely. That's intended for the public. So they get like, oh, it must be there was an explosion. And so that's what's so interesting. It's like, you know, being called to present your evidence. You're holding it up and going, poof, up, oh, it's gone. It's gone out of my hands. It just disappeared. It exploded. So it's, it's really ludicrous. It shows how far they are now uh, in the corner of delusion and uh, reaction and panic because now they're trying to actually burn their well, Tom, the dog ate my homework didn't work for me in school. So, you know, these excuses shouldn't work in court. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So the, the next story that I want to bring up, and then we're going to go to Tom's, which is a pretty good one because he has some inside information that you're probably not going to hear anyone out anywhere else. Uh, but the last story I wanted to bring up, and it's uh, it's getting some play on the mainstream, obviously, but the January 6th committee just voted to, su to subpoena Donald Trump before the midterm elections. Now, remember Tom's first story, how they're punting the Hunter Biden thing till after the midterms? But let's bring Trump in before the midterms and you know listen there's lots of people predicting it um and you know even those of you who followed uh you know the uh, QAnon stuff uh, many people are saying that DJT will be the first arrest oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all what they're doing is they're working top down the biggest threats to them they concern uh, are concerned over. And I've got to say it. You look at Brian Fitzpatrick, the FBI operative, who's a you know lifelong FBI, who's actually a Pennsylvania congressman. That's how far the FBI has gone. And the man they send to the Ukraine repeatedly to destabilize it. In the articles, it says he's there to uh, get rid of their top people and says that you know they won't receive a billion dollars in funding unless they get rid of certain individuals they want to get rid of that are actually protecting their sovereign state. So what you have is the FBI has gone wild. It's like FBI gone wild. 
they've just and that's when you finally can re reveal uh, the, the uh, monster in the closet when it's running all around the bedroom, flailing. <laughs> well, you know what? That could be a TV show. There is some precedent for Gone Wild videos. Now, I don't. I'm not endorsing the guy who made that famous because boy, did he turn out to be a creep. Mm -hmm. uh, but FBI gone wild, you know, and, have, and showing them exploding their desks and hiding evidence. You know, that well, funny. You know, Jeff, from the inside, I'm learning too. As I get courted by these different groups, I said these different court, uh, groups would be courting, right? And they are, as we're going to discuss. But uh, the FBI is actually a lot of their con uh, constituency is trying to see how they can profit off the situation. That shows the heart. They're trying to see how they can profit off of the FBI collapsing. Their same personnel at Robertson's organization, Pat Robertson, where they're looking forward to profiting off of his fall. So what they do is it's like the kettle's black and it's uh, it's working against itself in order to profit off of any piece from the kettle. It's like they are actually looking forward to publishing their memoirs, their books. I've heard this from operatives. So the, the crack of their own organization is a chance for profiteering from those in the organization. It's incredible how the corruption just. Well, Tom, I'd like to think that I'm not corrupt, but I'm totally in favor. Uh, I would like to profit off of the destruction of the FBI. <laughs> I, think, I think you will. I mean, it's I mean, it's going to be a time for, you know, people are going to be wondering when the dust settles, what just happened? What just happened? You mean we were controlled all this time? All, a generation's controlled, like what I'm saying, back to the 1950s, and that this was just wool over the eyes and we have been treated like cattle and prodded all along. And like this being the anniversary of the death of my son, I lift him, I honor him, I'll finish this work in the honor of God and uh, the needy and children, the elderly, and in memory of my sons. That's why I'm going to finish this work. But the thing is that... Right on, right on, right on. And I was informed... Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's time to finish the job and make sure innocents no longer die at the hands of an agency that isn't really even a legitimate agency. Yeah, absolutely, Tom. So let's uh, let's go to that's a good segue to uh, that you're going to finish the work and everything in, in honor of your son and uh, in honor of God, first and foremost, uh, by the way, who I believe has your son probably sitting on his lap. Uh, that's the image that I have in my mind right now, Tom. But let's get into this third story because you had mentioned before that you have been being courted and uh, and other things, and you actually came upon some information that's very interesting. That's right. I sent you the one um, um, contact I just had, but we were we were saying and predicting that we'd be approached. You no, know, we're going to be approached. And that's in the pages because it came from you saying, where are we in the screenplay? And I said, that's when the architect actually approaches Neo or the um, Oracle and offers them uh, anything they want if they'll help bring the people out for basically an antichrist, the architect. Oh, sorry, Tom. I, sorry, I should have said, and this is also the next page portion of the program where we turn the page in the script and see what is coming and what is going on. Tom, I apologize for interrupting you. That's all right. No, that's not an interruption. That's an enhancement. And so what's going on is they're actually listening to any program we do. We've had heady, heavy interruptions with programs lately, including the one coming up after this one. And uh, what's very interesting is um, they follow the content. They're very concerned about certain individuals having influence is what we're learning now. And so we predicted they'd be contacting. It's like they just heard us on the air, which they did, 
and they decided to do it. So Illuminati has been sending uh, forms, applications, O's, and everything to me and a co-host. And uh, it's amazing. And we're learning a lot. It's almost like being an investigative journalist. We have learned a lot of what you offer and what the Hollywood stars have been offered. So now we're right in the flow of what is sworn by top Hollywood uh, um, actors and performers. And my sister was uh, into and that you actually have to wear red or if you're a woman, black, if you're a man, three days a week to signal that and watch for it. If you're an audience member, watch for people wearing black three times a week at least and red, like my sister wears the red shoes and the red dress all the time. I was talking to my mom. She never did that before. She always wore green to go with her eyes. Now she wears red all the time. If you swear to Lucifer in the organization, then you also have to abide by bylaws, which is you have to wear red uh, and the red shoes every like three times a week, and you have to wear the black. That was one of the first things they told us. You have to swear to Lucifer, and you get nine hundred thousand. And you and my sister's doing very well right now. And you said you'll be having dinner with stars, Hollywood stars, Rockefellers, you name it. So I've been courted and given all. I have two red envelopes in front of me right now. And Jeff, I sent you the swearing in that I was given. You did. Yeah. And there's no way. I said, there's no way. I said, I will not give up my sovereignty. I will not um, bow down. I will not, uh, and I'll inf call upon anybody not to do that either. There's no way that we're going to just give ourselves over to man or woman to control. And that's what it comes down to, control. And this whole sick, sick world is from people trying to control others and forming bodies to control others. We should never be subjugated. We should never give in to organizations like the FBI, which is also part of the Luciferian cult. Yeah, and, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tom gave you the nuts and bolts of the swearing in thing that they sent to him to do. Uh, you know, a lot of the times I would read something like that on air as an evidential uh, piece. In this time, uh, I'm not going to. Tom has given you the nuts and bolts in, of it. It's essentially swearing to Satan. And I suspect that there is some witchy stuff behind the combination of the words, and I will not repeat them. Uh, but I can tell you that I verified it. And uh, and I, I, I actually, I'm not even going to post it on Telegram, because I was just thinking about saying I'll post it on Telegram. But I don't want someone reading that and saying the words out in their head or anything like that. Uh, it's just, uh, you'll just have to trust us on this one, folks. I, uh, I hope you don't mind that. I think it's a good choice. I didn't even read the thing through. I didn't read it through. I simply sent it to you. And uh, I wouldn't even send it to my mom um, because I didn't want her to have to be exposed to it. But the thing is that really you see now what's going on. I tell people, watch for this. If you see somebody's behavior suddenly change that you've known and they're talking about bragging about rewards they've got and there's suddenly a character change to arrogance and they talk about power and success when they used to talk about God and um, empathy then or that kind of uh, topic, then you know uh, right there pretty much they've had a change and something big has entered their life, which is actually something very small that has lost the game, that has, has no power and is, is um, a very evil system. So I'm looking forward to like this just all crumbling, the FBI crumbling, and it all works on a reward process, rewards, top rewards. The first thing they're telling me is all the money I'm going to get, the people I'm going to be associating with, stars and everything else. And, um, you know, that was it. It was all about rewards. Then you're given this thing where you're supposed to respond or say it, make a video of yourself saying it within the hour 
So it's, it's a salesman thing of hurry up and do it, hurry up and do it if you want this. And that's right from Stephen King. It's unbelievable. And, and Tom, you gave me such a great segue, and uh, and I'm going to really honor uh, everyone who listens on Podbean because honestly, the Podbean uh, people who have followed on Podbean have really been the ones uh, the the meat and potatoes behind this show. When we were kicked off YouTube, when we were kicked off of all these other things, uh, you guys uh, Podbean has continued to grow, and so I'm going to give you guys some very big clues here. Um, <laughs> very big clues. I'm not going to spell it out. You're going to have to do a little bit, but I think some of you are going to figure it out right away. Uh, but Tom had mentioned if you see someone and their uh, personality type of goes through some changes uh, all of a sudden, and uh, and you know, and they also then all of a sudden become kind of rich and uh, start making some real big money. Well. There's some people like that in our, what we call the truther community, who, you know, used to be pretty good putting out intel and stuff like that. And now, all of a sudden, they've reached huge success, and monetarily as well, I might let you know. They've reached huge success, and they're all talking about Christ consciousness and ascension, man, and we can be star seeds. Uh, and that is part of the reason why we're doing this new segment that I announced the other night called Be the Berean. And if you don't know Berean, uh, Be the Berean uh, is essentially what we've taken out of Acts chapter 17, verse 10 and 11. And the Bereans were people who searched the scriptures to, uh, to double check and to make sure that things were right. So what we are going to do on Right on Radio, and by the way, I've got a ton of submissions already. Man, we're going to have some fun. You know what? I might even put out a show today, the first one. I might even do that if I can get to it. But be the Berean, what is happening is when uh, you're watching these other shows that you watch or listen to, um, and they say things that sound like they're holy, that sound like they're righteous, they're new age-ish or something like that, you're going to uh, tag me, you can send an uh, email right on jeff at gmail.com or on Telegram, uh, tag me, put in some timestamps of what they said, and then you be the Berean and give the truth that counters the narrative they do. So I'm not attacking the shows. I'm not attacking the people. I'm attacking the messages. Or we, as a community, will attack the message. So we're, be, we're defending the faith. Uh, I think it's in service to God. And, uh, and what will happen is people... When they hear those lies again, they will not be deceived. There's a lot of new people in the faith right now because of what's happened in the last few years. And there's so much confusion because they've got relationship with these people. Just like I have a relationship with you. I, I have a relationship with many of you. Uh, many of you trust me. I trust you. We have a relationship. And what happens is with some of these people... They have that relationship, and then they switched. And here's the bit of intel, and I'm not going to mention any names, but let's just say there's some big guys, and one maybe has a tomahawk. Oh, there's a hint for you. This is getting juicy. Um, he was pretty good, maybe a little bit off in his views, but he was pretty good. 
And then he did a couple shows with someone. And then his personality changed. And man, did he start to make money. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, dig there. And you're going to find out something much bigger than anything that I have described so far. So that is for you, the Podbean listener, I hope that you got some good clues from that. Put it in the chat if you uh, if you did. Tom, I'll give you the final word. Well, what you just made me think of is there's people who have such a heart, they're watching what's going on in the truther community, and some of them will speak up and say, look, I have this evidence, I'm concerned, I don't wish harm to anybody, but I wanna point out something that's going on here, please be aware, and they get shot down hard. And it looks like it's this big gang that's taking them down and saying, you know, how dare you speak up? How dare you speak up? We always talk about people getting involved and going to action and speaking the truth and bringing the truth. And that's what's going to change the world. But in our own truther community, which I don't feel totally a part of now, um, I want to be uh, separate doing shows with you and others that, you know, we just bring forward the truth. I, I want to get rid of the idea of a truther community. There is no truther community. It is a group of people. Each of us are individually accountable for what we bring forward with our own truth. And I think what's happened is we've isolated a lot of people who have a heart out there that are seeing things and saying, this doesn't look right, this doesn't look right. And instead, they get shouted down by a group. And so I want to go freelance here with you and others and just bring forward the truth and not be part of a truth or community, but just be for the people and bring forward truth we know and be accountable for what we bring forward. Because right now, I, I had a message the other day. Silence. Somehow in your A message where it said, um, oh, wrong people, from a person who had me on the air a lot and then just cut me off with his group. And so then I got this wrong people, sorry. And so I went back on the message and simply said, well, the wrong people, quote, were just thinking of the other day and then blocked them. I am done with this game of um, using clout and using your own followers to uh, bring others down. That is not the game. The game is lifting God, finishing the work, making a better world, and exposing the cabal. So I'm distancing myself from a truth community to simply be a voice in the wilderness with others and try to make a better change. I'm sorry what's happened to those that are innocent trying to bring forward the truth and getting shouted down because they're saying, I don't think something's right here. But thank you, Jeff. Yeah, and thank you for saying that, Tom. And again, I'm not going against the other shows. I'm not going against the people, but I will correct their message with biblical truth. And that's, uh, I think, going to be very, very important going forward. Hey, great to see you, Patriot Girl. Thank you for sending that gift. That's awesome. Uh, and I hope some of you will put together some of the things that, uh, that I just mentioned to you. Uh, don't forget tonight at 8 p.m. I have a very special show. I don't normally do them on Fridays, uh, but this time I, it was just put on my heart. So I, uh, I actually put together a bit of a PowerPoint presentation so I could get it out in completion. And, uh, it's, it's just under an hour but I think you're really going to enjoy it. And uh, I use a, it's a, it's scripture and theory folks. And I'm very detailed when I say this is this part's theory, but I think many of you are going to agree with the theory or at least the uh, premises behind it. So please join me. I'm actually going to be in the chat. Uh, well, I hope to be uh, tonight on uh, at Friday at 8 PM on YouTube. And it'll also play 
here on Podbean. Thanks, everyone, for being here for the live. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening to it on replay, we really do love you. and We really do appreciate each and every one of you. Man, I pray over this audience every single day. And, you know, my prayers aren't anything special, but it's someone praying for you. Uh, so you can be assured of that. In the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. Right on radio. Right on radio.